you may have no idea what it is that you want to do, but we have people that can provide career counseling and some mentoring and some coaching to A, help you figure that out and potentially make the decision whether separating or retiring is, is the right decision for you. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Okay, today I want to thank a friend of mine, Todd Yates, for coming by today, currently working with Hire Heroes. And first of all, just thanks for coming by and talking with us and sharing some of your insight today. No, thanks for having me. It's not very often that we get to do things like this and, and have discussions about some of the mistakes I made while I was transitioning into my current role. So, but thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm really excited for you to be here. And I'm sure we can share lots of mistakes for both of us, you know, but I think that's a great way to learn as well. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it's a pretty good way for me. I, I've learned a lot the hard way uh, seems to be my method. But there's also, I know for sure that you've done some things correctly as well. How about let's start with the one or two uh, good things you did, even let's just say way back when, like just preparing for your future, you know, and your family and everything like that, both financial kind of setting yourself up for that stability in the future. Right. Well, one of the big things that we did was it was probably about 2016. We were renting a place in central San Diego over by San Diego State University. And one of the big things was we saw real estate companies coming through the neighborhood and they started buying properties to turn them for a profit. And some of the time it was uh, to rent those properties. And we started seeing the writing on the wall very quickly because we were living in a property and paying rent. And we we're seeing all the comparable houses in the area that were going for about 1000 to $1,500 more right. than what we were paying for ours. We knew our lease was coming up. So we made the decision that we we're going to start to look for a house to buy mm -hmm. because if, if we're going to pay that much money to rent a house, uh, we might as well pay that much money to, to purchase a house. Absolutely. So we did that. And that was probably about three years uh, before I retired. Okay. You know, I don't think I had necessarily planned on retiring because I'd been in San Diego for almost 20 years. Right. And when I came up for orders, uh, it was the first time ever they were like, well, we need you to move to Virginia. <laughs> it's like... I just bought a house a year and a half ago, and I had a son that was in San Diego State at the time, and my daughter was getting ready to graduate high school. My other daughter was getting ready to graduate high school. And so, you know, the other option was to go on a company to Japan for two years, uh -huh. and we had just come back from a fairly extensive sea tour, and, and that wasn't an option. So we discussed it and, and made the decision that, hey, now is the right time to retire, Right. you know, because we, we had a house. My wife had a steady job at the time. And then once we made that decision, thank goodness for my wife, because she's she's kind of the financial manager in the house. Like right. I take care of the investments, but she runs the day-to-day -day day -day. stuff because that's what she had been doing for 20 years. So, right. you know, she, she really did a good job of ensuring that we had, you know, we, we calculated how much I was going to get from retirement. We didn't figure in disability into that because right. you, know, you don't know what your rating is going to be or if, if anything at all. Mm -hmm. So we looked at how much I was going to get from retirement. And then she managed to save about six months of, of our mortgage payments. Right. So we knew that at a minimum, we had at least enough money to pay the mortgage and 
pay for the cars and not have much left over for my check. Right. You know, during that time. Uh, now she was still working at that time too, but we just knew that we were, we were pretty much set for six months. Mm -hmm. uh, if I couldn't find a job post retirement, you know, that, that could float us through uh, before things really started getting dire. So that was probably the smartest thing that we did was just make sure that we had that six months of living expenses covered. Right. Post service because finding a job. Yeah. If you're just looking at the private sector, yeah. take anywhere from one to three months. And if you're looking for federal jobs, you know, that can take anywhere from four to six months because right. the hiring process is really slow. Right. So, you know, making sure that we had that six months was really covered. The other thing that I, I did, I, and I didn't know much, like everyone knows about going to tap class or right. GPS or whatever it's called based on the service that you're in. But I had previously been referring people to a class called Reboot. Mm -hmm. that the Navy was really promoting that up until TGPS kind of went through its transition. Uh, and then once that happened, they quit talking about Reboot. But I knew Reboot was out there, and I was hoping that it was still available because I was pushing people towards that program. It was almost six years ago. I just so happened to take a look, uh, and, and Reboot Workshop was still happening in San Diego. And that's like an extensive two-week course, um, and you need TAD orders to go to it. Right. But, you know, the first week is very good because it focuses on the main point of the first week is to kind of change your mindset from the military mindset to the private sector mindset. Right. And then that whole second week is focused on a lot of the same TGPS stuff, mm -hmm. but it's a little more digestible. It's not necessarily as robust, but it's a little more targeted. A VA rep will come in and you can ask them specific questions. Whereas in TGPS, it was really just a whole bunch of information and, and not a lot of time to cover it. So it was nice right. kind of going through all of that again and seeing what your options were and giving some of those, getting some direct answers to those questions that you may have. And when I was going through TGPS, that's where I really found out about Hire Heroes USA. Did, did, sorry to interrupt, but did you go to TGPS before Reboot? I did. Oh, okay. So I went to TGPS probably two months before I went to Reboot. You know, if I have a suggestion, I would say do TGPS and then and then take a look at the the reboot workshop. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So right on. And then that's where I'm sorry, you're saying that's where you found out about higher heroes also? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I knew that I needed a resume. And I'm a pretty good writer as a whole, but I really didn't know anything about writing a resume for the private sector because, you know, when I joined the Navy 21 years ago, I didn't need a resume for a job. Like I, I just fill out an application and then, and then they would call me. But you can write awards or uh, Navy evals though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you take a look at those things and you're like, I'm a pretty good writer as a right. whole, but taking all of that experience that I had and making it easily understandable. Right isn't an easy thing to do, especially when you haven't had to worry about that for 20 years. So once I heard Hire Heroes USA was actually, you know, their sole job was to help you with resume and help you with the job search and everything. I had signed up for services before my now boss had finished her, her presentation. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I had never heard of them. And, uh -huh. and I would ask myself, how do people not know about this service? Yeah. You know, so I signed up and then I was assigned a transition specialist, which is the same job that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. But even then, I still had no idea what I wanted to do. And, and she did a really good job of 
first of all, identifying what I didn't want to do so we could just take that off the table and not worry about it. Right. And then really kind of direct my focus in such a way where I can figure out what area of employment that I was interested in. Right. So. Right on. So you, you were going through them basically as a transitioning veteran. As a client. Yes. Then ended up hiring on. Right. So, you know, as I was going through, I got my resume done and everything looked at and I started loosely applying to jobs, uh-huh. but it was right after I got my resume back, I saw a job posting for a transition specialist at Hire Heroes USA. Uh-huh. So when I started reading through all the requirements for the job and then looking at all the skill sets that I had, it was like, I, I can do this job. You know, I'm a good writer and I've got a good idea of kind of how to translate that experience because we were trying to do that with evals. Right. So, yeah. you know, to help people get promoted and, and write bullet points in such a way where not only they show what the individual did, but it showed kind of the impact of what they did. Right. You know, which would make them a better candidate for selection. Which gets left off a lot, I think, across All, the board, right? More often than not. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was good. So I, I saw it and... I, I took the chance and applied and they called me probably within two weeks for an interview. Uh, and then I, I had one interview with them uh, and then probably a long weekend. Uh-huh. And, and then they called me on Monday and, and offered me a position there. Right on. So I, I've been working there ever since I retired uh, in August, 2018. Right on. So almost about to hit two years. Almost huh? two years now. Yes. Nice. And still liking it, huh? Yeah, it's great. I say that because I wasn't necessarily wanting to retire, Mm -hmm. but it was the best thing for my family at the time. Uh, And being able to take a job like that still enabled me to work with veterans, more importantly, help my friends not make all the mistakes that That you you or you've seen. Yeah, Yeah. right. And, And you find out about all these different services that are available to transitioning service members, uh, veterans and their spouses and all that. And you're like, man, this is a great opportunity for me to share a bunch of information right. with people that, that are in the shoes I was wearing two years ago and didn't know about. Right. So, right. Well, that, I mean, I think a couple of key things from, from your whole story is one, like kind of the, you set yourself up for stability, like, and paying attention to your surroundings, going all the way back to like, when you purchase, seeing what's happening around you and saying, all right, cool. It's, it's time to move. Right. you know, before we get moved on, you know, because, uh, you know, you, you were proactive with it as opposed to like having to react to making it out of your control. Right. So doing that. And then obviously, you know, with your wife's experience with the budgeting and stuff kind of gave yourself a, that stability. So you do have that option to, you know, I, I won't say option retire, but you had that little bit of security and buffer to make sure that you could, you know, look for a, a job that you enjoyed or, right. or wanted and stuff. Yeah. So I think that even that little bit of you know, since 2016 structure and planning set you kind of in a position to be able to, to make that move and and do the right thing for your family. Not some people I feel, I think some people feel trapped sometimes with the military because if they don't give themselves a little bit of a buffer, when it comes time to like, Oh man, I would rather get out than you know, this isn't best for my family, but I, sometimes they're trapped and they feel like they have to, right. you know, either do like a, um, geo bachelor, you know, unaccompanied somewhere and, basically be away from their family for a couple of years just because they haven't given themselves a little bit of that financial cushion or, or structure, you know? Right. So, you know, that's a big step. I think, what do you think 
now that you've been doing this role for a couple of years and, and you've, as a, you know, a leader in the military, you saw, you know, some of the, I think probably before even you transitioned to civilian life, I'm sure you saw a lot of um, mistakes in what people were doing as they transition out as well, or for preparing for that. What are the couple of the top mistakes that you see repeatedly from people when they're uh, transitioning out, whether it's retirement or just a normal transition out? Well, I, I think people may be getting maybe getting better with that because these resources are becoming a little more widely available, right? Uh, and and people are finding out about them earlier and sooner. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the big things that you've got to take a look at is is being prepared for the job search. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of people that I see who you hear the stories of all these people where they want to, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to go get a job you know, as a, a mechanic making $80,000 a year or, or managing maintenance or right. you know, doing these jobs for $100,000 a year. And, and those jobs are out there, but they're not widely available. Right. Uh, and, and being prepared to step into a role like that takes some planning and some research, mm -hmm. you know, be, because you, you can take two people that have the same amount of experience in managing programs. And one of them has a master's degree and their project management professional certification. And the other one just has their experience. Uh -huh. And the wage difference between the two of them can be in upwards of thirty to forty thousand uh, yeah. dollars for the same position. Yeah. Um so knowing what's required of the position, not only experience wise, but education wise is huge. And the Navy, you know, I can't even say the Navy. I, I would say the service in general has has come to realize that, and they do have lots of opportunities for people to earn uh, certifications mm -hmm. or use tuition assistance to start working on their degree, right. and, and those types of things where it can be very beneficial, mm -hmm. not only to make you a more qualified candidate for a position, but it's also going to help you earn more money in, in the long run. And, and find some of those positions because you may be a mechanic with 20 years of experience. Someone else may be a mechanic with 20 years of experience and an associate's degree. Yeah. And, and now they're already stepped ahead of you. And then those are the types of challenges that you face when you're looking for those types of positions. So, right. you know, I, I think the, the Air Force probably does the best when it comes to preparing uh, their service members for transition mm -hmm. because they have the community college of the Air Force. Right. So as they're going through, if, if you take the time to take a couple of these classes, uh, you can leave the Air Force with a bachelor's degree in a certain field if you've right. got the time. But at a minimum, an associate's degree, and then at times it, it can be uh, certifications based on the job that you're looking for. Because, for instance, in IT. You can have a degree in cybersecurity mm -hmm. and you're not going to find a cybersecurity job because they want you to have five years of experience and, and they're looking for these high-end cybersecurity certifications. But if you take someone who's done the time to do those certifications, you can have a master's degree in cybersecurity, but they're going to take the person that's been doing it for five years with these top five, four or five, like Ethical Hacker and Security Plus and a couple of these different ones that are up there. And, and they're going to take them all day long right? just because they're meeting that industry standard. So being aware of what your industry really requires, 
because you may have a degree, but that may not be what your industry is looking for. You may right. be in a certification-based industry where they want to re-up that every few years because everything is changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. So really kind of taking that time to know what the industry is looking for and then setting yourself up for success before you leave to get some of those certifications without any cost out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's organizations like Onward Opportunity that provide one free certification to transitioning service members, veterans, and their spouses. And they're all high-end certifications. Right. And they do that in conjunction with Syracuse University. So you, you do all the, the coursework through Syracuse University's online courseware, and then Onward Opportunity will give you the voucher to go take the certification exam. And they're fully funded. Fully funded. Wow. Not, yeah. Not one penny out of your pocket. You don't need to use the GI Bill or, or Post 911 or anything like that. Like the, that's, that's what they do. And the nice thing about them is we kind of work in conjunction with people like that because mm -hmm. they're really trying to get you the certifications for those jobs. Right. And then Hire Heroes USA has people on staff that are trying to place individuals with those particular certifications with employers that are looking to hire those people. So when you start finding some of those different organizations that all somewhat work in conjunction with each other, right. that's one thing that can really kind of help you out and, and set you up for success. Well, so for instance, okay, I'll, I'll backtrack one, like any of those, all those education entitlements are, are phenomenal. Like, and, and I think we've seen and during our time, a lot more people take advantage of that. And right. to me, I always looked at it as basically boosting my pay because if tuition assistance is going to pay for classes, like I'll take them all day long whenever I have the opportunity, right. because why not? So, you know, education yeah. paid for. Right. And I feel like uh, people are getting better. Like a lot of people, even younger are getting better, like, cool, let's maximize our time and, and, you know, take advantage of that. And going forward, like when you're even considering transition out, whether it's retirement or not, organizations like yours, is that somewhere people could even look at if they're trying to weigh a few different options on some final things like certifications or wrapping up a degree program to be able to contact an organization like Hire Heroes USA and be like, hey, what is in demand right now? What is any you know, a little bit of forward thinking? Is that something you guys can help people with as well? Since you're tied into the it, yes. jobs. So Hire Heroes USA exclusively focuses on veteran spouse and transitioning service member employment. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the only thing that we do. Right. And and so on top of the resumes, we've got an extensive network of over 700 volunteers that work in a multitude of industries mm -hmm. uh, to do things like mock interviews, career counseling, right? You know, every LinkedIn reviews, it's salary negotiation, all sorts of things like that. So when when you take a look at that, um, for instance, onward opportunity, you, you have to be within 180 days of your EAOS before they'll let you enroll in that. Okay. Whereas Hire Heroes USA. There's really no limit. Mm -hmm. So if if you're unsure and you're a year, 18 months out, and you're considering separating, contact us right. because we'll write you a resume and, and we can put you in contact with industry professionals that can answer some of those questions that you may have. Right. And so not only are you prepared on the military side to make the, the right decision, but you'll know what kind of challenges and barriers that you may be up against. And when you talk to these individuals, 
they, they can take a look at the res your resume and say, you know, if you want to succeed in this field, this is what I would suggest. Okay. So if if you need one or two year, more years of school, then maybe you find a part-time job, use the GI Bill, and then finish those two years of school so you can go into that industry that you want to go into. Right. Or, I mean, we've seen a multitude of people when we were younger and the, that recession happened in 2008, we had a lot of people enlisting that had bachelor's mm -hmm. degrees. So they're already set. So they've got a bachelor's degree. They've got leadership experience. So, so they're in perfect positions to apply for some of these management or supervisor type positions, mm -hmm. because not only do they have the bachelor's degree, but now they've got the experience to go along with it. So. Right. And I think that's, like you said before, that's huge too, because degrees are degrees, but when you can balance that with the experience, then right. it just really. Yeah. And when you've got access to resources that can, you know, kind of give you a, an inside look into what you would be facing once you once you retire because you may have no idea what it is that you want to do right but we have people that can provide career counseling and some mentoring and some coaching to a help you figure that out and potentially make the decision whether separating or retiring is is the right decision for you right so. yeah and that's it and i guess that's even more uh you know more reason to reach out earlier rather than later you know right. and yeah more information, the better. Right. Exactly. And we all know, I mean, I'm being honest too. Like I was super unprepared, you know, because you know how it gets, we get busy. We're like deployed, you come back and all of a sudden before you know it, you, you, you come back and you go, Oh crap, man, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm, you know, I'm out of time. Um, so definitely I don't recommend anyone follow my example in that suit, but, uh, but I agree it is. because much like you, you get busy and you get wrapped mm -hmm. up in what you're doing and you know, you, you don't necessarily want to take the pack off. You want to yeah. finish strong. And so I didn't even get my resume until probably three months before I was supposed to retire. Right. And at a minimum, you should start looking for jobs about 60 days out. Mm -hmm. But ideally, you really want to focus on having that resume done and start working on your job search plan anywhere between 12 to 18 months out. Right. So. Right. No, that's, that's good advice too. I know, um, someone had reached out to me, someone that worked with a while, a while back and, uh, Hey, can you take a look at my resume? And I was like, uh, I actually gave them your uh, contact info. I don't know if they reached out, but uh, I was like, uh, I've still never written a resume. So <laughs> let me give you Todd's info. He can, he can help you out with that because I'm like, man, I don't know. You know, I can, I can proofread it for you. I can tell you if the grammar and spelling is on point, you know, but but I'm just not, that's not my experience, you know? So yeah, I'm happy to try to push people to the right, the right place, especially when usually it's not me. Um, <laughs> I know my limitations and I had no experience in that one, but kind of along with, we were talking before uh, we started recording about like, there's so many organizations out there. And one of the tough things I believe, you know, for, for veterans transition out to is finding the one, the right one for them. The ones that are, you know, I don't want to say reputable because I think most are reputable, but not everything's created equal, not, you know, and not everything's the fit for each person. Um, what are some of the tips you would have for finding the right organizations to help a specific situation? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with what it is you're trying to achieve. Uh -huh. So, for instance, if you need to get a job post service, the very first thing you need to do is get a resume 
and figure out what's required for the industry that you want to go in. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can really start kind of branching out from there. So mm-hmm. I, I mentioned Onward Opportunity, right. um, you know, and they do a lot of, I'll call them higher end certifications. Okay. So they are very IT heavy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they're like, there's only a couple certif- IT certifications uh, that I haven't seen in their, in their book, but um, they also have multiple human resources certifications. Uh, they've got a couple of project management certifications. They've got some Six Sigma Greenbelt certifications, those types of things. Um, but if, if, if you're not interested in, in those types of jobs, um, you know, there's workshop for warriors uh, where you, you will have to use your GI bill or, mm-hmm. or pay for that one. But it, it's definitely, it falls in the more in the, in the labor sector. Mm-hmm. So you, if you go through their program, they have two different tracks. Uh, one is specifically for CNC machine okay. and everything that comes with that. And after you finish, you're going to have about 15 different certifications because it's a four month program, eight hours a day. But you're going to have all the certifications that you need to apply for a CNC machinist position. Right. And then the flip side of that is they also have a welding track where you'll you'll earn about 15 certifications in that as well. But you're going to learn a few different types of welding, uh, a few different systems for welding. You know, so you can look at at organizations that go that way as well. Another good one is American Corporate Partners. Mm-hmm. American Corporate Partners. Uh, will assign a mentor uh, that's good for one year. Oh, cool. uh, so you'll have regular interactions with them. Uh, I was just reading some information on them the other day, but I want to say the average salary of people who use American corporate partners for a mentor is about 82000 a year. So if, if you don't know anything about job searching, American corporate partners is, is a good way to find someone they can really provide some direction and coach you and mentor you in that right direction to, to make some good decisions and, and really set you up for success. And that's a And that's a pretty good average salary too, when you favor it, cause that's nationwide. That's not just, you know, our cost of living's high here, but, right. but some areas 82,000 to start with is pretty, you know, substantial. It's very nice. Yeah. So it's, it, that's a good starting salary. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So American Corporate Partners is a good one. Uh, and then you get some other organizations. For instance, Save a Suit, they will provide a free suit to transitioning service members. So they've got appropriate attire to wear to job interviews. And, and I want to say that they, they assist spouses as well. Hiring Our Heroes Corporate Fellowship mm-hmm. is a good one. A lot of senior service members have used them you know, as they're transitioning, because you'll do a three month internship, you know, so you get your resume up to speed uh, and then multiple organizations will take a look at your resume, interview you for a position they feel you'd be a good fit for. Right. And then you'll go do a three month internship. And I've yet to see at least any of my clients that completed the hiring our heroes fellowship have all been offered a position, you know, once the, the fellowship came to that's a close, right so, on. you know, that that's, that's a great way to kind of get ahead of the job search. Right. And, you know, because maybe you think you want to do logistics, but then you go do logistics with Amazon for three months and you realize that that may not be what you want to do, or it may be exactly what you want to do. Yeah. So, um, 
little bit less risk in the, uh, it, you know, try and trial yeah. and error there, try it out. But a lot of people wish they could have done that with the military, right? Like, <laughs> let me, let me do a three month trial yeah. and see if it's for me. <laughs> and, and not in the undesignated one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Bad. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people wouldn't make it to the part where it's like really fun. Right. So yeah, there's a trade off for that too. But you did mention, um, spouses as well, like mm -hmm. are most of the organizations Will most of them work with spouses as well, or just certain ones specialize in that? The large majority of them. Cool. So Hire Heroes USA works with spouses. Onward Opportunity works with spouses. Hiring Our Heroes works with spouses. Mm -hmm. American Corporate Partners works with spouses. So there's a lot of them. There has been a, a growing focus on veteran spouses uh -huh. just because of the unique challenges that they face in the job search, because a lot of them will have broken job histories mm -hmm. uh, just because of moving around so much. Uh, some of them will uh, have broken job histories because uh, they may have been, I don't want to say staying at home, but they've been working at home, right. you know, taking care of everything while the service member's gone and raising the children. So, you know, some of those challenges you see where we will have a consistent 20-year work history. The last job they may have had was, could have been 10 years ago and, right. and really trying to figure out how to help them move successfully into into the job market is can be a unique challenge but i feel like there are multiple organizations out there now that that have seen that issue and, and are really trying to address that head on as right. a as a priority that's no that's pretty awesome i think i'll probably be reaching out to you as well for some insight on a little bit to that we're trying to um with our company for the real estate side structure uh so for active uh, spouses, you know, for why people, why the spouse is still on active duty, you know, right. basically structure so that they can work, for instance, in real estate and transfer with it, because, you know, with just a, a license change, you could work anywhere. So if we could put that structure in place and especially our, our major concentration, fleet concentration areas, right. right. Then they don't have to look for another job in the next place or wait for another job. They can kind of just smoothly go do the same thing they were doing, just right. do it in the next duty station. Yeah, and I'll have to look. There, there was some information that I had uh, previously because you, br you brought up mm -hmm. a good thing about licensing, whereas mm -hmm. uh, licenses aren't necessarily good everywhere. Right. So if, if you're licensed in Virginia to, to sell real estate, mm -hmm. that's not necessarily going to carry over to California. No, right. But if you're licensed in California, it may carry over to, to Virginia just because the, the license requirements are right more strict here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of the requirements here will meet the requirements elsewhere. Right. And and I want to say that there, like I said, I'm going to have to research it a little more, but I want to say that there are programs in place where uh, military spouses can fill out the appropriate paperwork. Mm -hmm. And it's really just a, a transfer of license from one state oh, to another. Cool. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of nice too. Yeah. yeah. So if we can put that, I don't know, the back, like, I guess the infrastructure in place so that it's easy, you know, because business is done a little differently in each place too. But if we have that infrastructure in place, the sales part or whatever part that they're doing, they can just plug and play and try to keep some consistency for income more than anything else, right. you no, know, that, for the families. No, that's great. I, I, I didn't realize, I did not realize probably how many of those organizations work with the spouses well in transition, which I think is huge too, because a lot of people where they do their last tour isn't necessarily where they're staying. You know, a lot of right. people are going back closer to home, closer to family or, or whatnot. So that means both people, you know, uh, like maybe looking for a job, 
yeah. you know, and starting over. And that's pretty stressful and it's stressful <laughs> for one much, you know, much less two, yeah. uh, you know, looking and moving a family and, uh, having to start over. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that there was that kind of help for the spouse as well. So that's pretty, pretty legit. What would you say for you guys, like, is your biggest challenge for like, uh, getting in front of like the veterans that are going to be transitioned, what, what getting access to them or, or let them see what you're doing? Well, you know, a lot of what we do is through word of mouth, mm -hmm. uh, because like I said, I found out about Higher Heroes USA uh, through Reboot. Uh -huh. uh, I, I know that we work extensively with Workshop for Warriors. Uh, we also work extensively with, with Onward Opportunity. Most of what we do is through word of mouth. And more often than not, we have more people just through word of mouth. We have more people registering for services per week than we can actually serve right. that week. So they'll, not that they won't receive service, yeah. but they're going to get carried over and have priority the next week based right. on when they signed up. So, you know, as far as that goes, our organization has grown mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're looking at opening a couple more offices, uh, you know, in a couple different areas. Right. So now we do have uh, a presence on on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, and, and we do have some fairly large organizations that we work uh, fairly extensively with, uh, for instance, uh, Activision Blizzard. So, you know, we work fairly extensively with Call of Duty. WWE uh, out of New York City uh, does a lot of, uh, you know, does some promotions for Higher Heroes USA. Oh, right on. Um, and, then, and then we also have, you know, numerous different corporate donors that, that really just have a vested interest in, in helping the veteran community. So, so we're, we're out there and, and we're growing. And, mm -hmm. and I think we are, I would say we're recognized as like a, the preeminent nonprofit organization that that focuses on veteran employment because that that's the only thing that we do. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You know, there's lots of veteran service organizations out there that, that do a multitude of, of, of things and, and great work to really help people out. But our sole focus is veteran spouse and transitioning service member mm -hmm. employment and, and really empowering people to do that because right. we're, we're not a job placement agency. So we're not going to write a resume and then try to place you in a job. Finding the job is up to the client and we're going to do the best we can sure. to assist you in the job search with tailoring resumes so you can get past applicant tracking systems, you know, and, and at the same time, kind of showing you how to write your own resume. So we may get a resume and, and we'll send it back to the service member. And the response typically is, wow, I, I didn't realize what all went into this but then once you start seeing more and more of their revisions coming back you're, you're seeing that they're starting to pick up yeah you know that that flow of the resume and, and how to make these bullet points really work and stand out to their advantage and it's like you're you're mentoring you just picked up your mentoring from uh right. your active time of teaching lpos or uh you know junior guys how to how to do their evals and the same thing just back so inevitably up. we're just trying to empower the people yeah. our clients to kind of take charge of their own job search. Like I said, we're going to support you all the way and we'll right. help you with mock interviews and our services never expire. So even if you find a job, you know, five years from now, if you want help again, all you got to do is call us and, and 
yeah. help you out again. And I, th- and I, and I think just from the people I talk to, like, honestly, the resume and then interviewing are the biggest fears yeah. because it's just a different world, you know, right. going into a different world. And that, that that's intimidating, you know, to anybody very much. So, so yeah. I totally understand that part. Well, what are, what are some of the ways that uh, people can reach you or your, or hire heroes and some of the, organ- maybe a couple of other organizations that you know of right now that might be helpful for them? So for hire heroes, it is fairly straightforward. Uh, it's just hireheroesusa.org. And then we'll have a, a link or a button on there that you can click that says get hired. Cool. Uh, and then you can go from there. So, you know, not only are we trying to, to help people get hired, I mean, we are a nonprofit organization. So, you know, when, when we work with veterans, we may be working with veterans that have separated from the service for 20 years, but they may have, such as yourself, extensive experience in, in real estate. And, you know, we would like to bring in as, as part of, you know, like the volunteer network. So if someone's interested in real estate uh, and what's, what's required to get into that market, mm-hmm. um, we have volunteer coordinators that can set up like a, a virtual meeting over the telephone between right. you and, and one of our clients. So, so you can take an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. kind of mentor them and talk to them about the types of things that are needed to get into that right. industry and how to be successful and, and kind of move that way. So we're, we're always looking for, you know, volunteers to, to help. Obviously we run on, on donations because uh-huh. all of the, the services that we provide uh, are free of charge to all of our clients. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're never going to ask, uh, you know, any of the veteran spouses or transitioning service members, you know, for, for any sort of money, because the services that we provide and the way that we provide them could cost you an upwards of a thousand dollars if you were to go to, you know, a resume writing agency and, mm-hmm. and they'll have different packages where you can get a basic resume for a hundred bucks. Right. But it's a basic resume that's written based on your job and not what you've done. Right. So it's not personal whatsoever. Right. But if you want it to be personal where they're taking information you know, of things that you've actually achieved, uh, you're looking at 500 to a thousand dollars or more. Um, Pay for the quality. Right. And, yeah. and everything that we do is, is going to be based off of the information that you give us, whether that's your, your resume, uh, and the information that's contained in there, that could be, you know, your evals and the information that's contained in there. So right. it's going to be very specific to you right. as a person. Right. No, that's huge. And, and I'm guessing most of the, or most of the staff, uh, veterans as well. Some way, shape or form. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. um, we have some people that maybe not uh-huh. be veterans, but uh-huh. they've been working in the veteran service community for right. a long time. Right. We do have a lot of veteran spouses or mm-hmm. active duty spouses, uh, that work for the organization. We do have a lot of veterans that work for the organization. Mm-hmm. So all of us are tied into the familiar community in some way shape or form right Um, so that's awesome so everyone's familiar with with what they're working with you know and they've got a passion for helping veterans right 
No, that's, that's amazing. Absolutely. And we'll also, we're, we're, we'll also put, you know, the information out so they can reach out and contact right. wh- whoever needs. And you, you know, anyone can always contact us, send us an email at team at landingcollective.com or go onto our website, reach out to us, call us uh, messages, and we'll put you in touch with, or, you know, get your information to Todd or just the contact info. And I believe Todd's also going to send us over some other links, right? Of some of the other organizations right. that we can list for people to take a look at. Yeah. So, you know, some of the big ones I talked about were Onward Opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, American Corporate Partners, uh, Save a Suit is a big one, the Hiring Our Heroes USA, um, Workshop for Warriors. Uh, and then and then there's some other ones. I mean, like I said, there's so many different veteran organizations out there. It really just depends on what your needs are. And right. so you'll have to take a look. Um, but for instance, you know, you have the Veterans Village of San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, which, which helps homeless veterans yeah. uh, in the area. We also have, you know, organizations like uh, the Cohen Group, mm-hmm. uh, and they will provide free mental health services uh, to veterans and their spouses. Uh, so if you don't want to use the VA uh-huh. or if you're using the VA and, and you're not getting enough help from them, mm-hmm. uh, you can go through the Cohen Group and, wow. and they'll provide uh, free mental health care with mm-hmm licensed clinicians uh, and psychiatrists if need be. And everything that they do is separate from the VA. Right. So if you need help, they're a great organization because A, they'll, they'll contact you quickly, whereas the VA uh, can be backlogged at times. Right. And, and so, you know, using organizations like that. Uh, gives you options. It gives you options, um, but, but it's also another group that, that really cares about helping the veteran community and, and, and really wants to, to see people succeed. Right. So. Right. And it's good to know that there's so many out there. I just didn't realize, to be honest, I didn't realize how many, right. how many organizations were out there for the help. And that that's on me because I was so late to the game for transitioning that I didn't even look, you know, until right. it was, yeah, it was done. So. And you know, some of that too is like, I can't even begin to say how many organizations are out there because San Diego is a major hub, right? Uh, and and there are over 500 different veteran service organizations in San Diego. So there, there's pretty much anything that you need out there. But there's lots of veteran initiatives. So I know, like the San Diego Airport had veteran internships, uh-huh. uh, you know, for multiple a multitude of positions. So uh, look for the internships that are out there and just put veteran in front of whatever it is you think you need help with. And then I'm sure you're going to find an organization <laughs> right. that's out there. That's a good advice right there, honestly. You know, because if, even if you're looking at starting your own business, you can just put veteran small business loans and mm-hmm. you're going to get referred to the veteran section of the small business administration. Right. You know, and with tons of information about the different loans you can take and what you can use those loans for and, and how to get started and mentoring for all of those different things. So yeah, that's another, another, uh, lesson learned when you try to fund, uh, starting up your business yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, well, it does give you incentive though to right. work hard because you know that that money's like not infinite. So, right. So definitely learned that one too. Probably could have gone that route and look for a small business loan. So lesson learned there again, learn from my mistakes and don't make them yourself. So that's yeah. a big one too. So, but really just, you know, knowing the people, the right people to talk to, because yeah, I, in all honesty, don't know anything about real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend that was a real estate agent and she and my wife took care of everything, but 
if someone's interested in real estate, mm-hmm. I, I'm not shy. I'm going to refer them over to you right. with your clearance first. Being like, well, of course, yeah. No, no, I, no, you know, I want to I tell everyone the truth anyway, because cause like right. you said too, like it's not bad on any type of job, any type of career, but I think people should know the good and the bad right. coming into it, you know, because there are, it's, sometimes it's like, don't, don't invest a lot of time or money if, if you could find out up front that you aren't interested. Right. You know, so I'm happy to talk to anyone about it with the, with the good and the bad, but uh, yeah, absolutely, man, for sure. So, you know, and I think just keeping that, that whole network intertwined because even, you know, some of the resources that I'll send you, there, there are multiple groups that meet in San Diego on a monthly basis. I'll have breakfast and you just go and, and people will talk and, and do these different things. But at the end of the day, it really just turns into a massive networking event and, and finding all these different people that are in these different industries. And, you know, sometimes it turns into opportunity, but Mm -hmm. if you think on average, you probably have 50 people that you're in close contact with. Mm -hmm. Those 50 people have another 50 people and it turns into this massive pyramid where uh, you start asking the right people, the right questions and, and and you're going to get led into the direction that you need to go. Right. So it's really just about making connections and maintaining them. Yeah, it's fun watching that come full circle too, because talking to other, you know, working on this and and just reaching out to friends as well. Like I was talking to uh, Mike Bell, right. uh, you know, who is working with uh, Skill Mill as well, yeah. and he and he was like, "Hey, you should talk to Todd." And I was like, "I it, I already did, yeah." You know what I mean? But it was like yeah. cool to watch it come full circle where people because they trust or know other people in those right. things like, Hey, yeah, this is another great resource. And, but it was like really, cause he didn't know I knew you. I know he yeah. knows you, whatever. He's like, yeah, Todd Yates is in San Diego and he'd be great. Let me hook you up with him. And I was like, I, I got it, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it right. was like really cool to see that. It was just kind of the mutual respect. But I, I do see a lot of, op- cause I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Mike because he and I have talked fairly extensively Mm -hmm. because there's definitely people that I've referred over to skill mill Mm -hmm. after we wrote the resume. And okay. If you're in this area, you, this, you need to talk to these people because they can really do a great job of, of pairing transitioning service members and veterans, right. You know, with these different jobs where employers are are really looking to, to hire veterans. So now hire heroes USA has a job board uh, and, and they're all, uh, different partners that are interested in hiring veterans. And when you apply through the job board, you don't have to worry about applicant tracking systems because it'll go directly to the hiring manager. But gotcha. whereas Mike can take your resume and, and they're really looking to advocate on your behalf, mm-hmm. you know, to get you paired up with these organizations that are looking right. to hire people. So, oh, that's, yeah, that's good. Which is, Another which good. is great. So I refer people to Mike quite frequently and, and then he refers people over to me as well. And it's nice because, you know, you look at you know, Steve Martin, mm-hmm. uh, who's still active duty, but he's referring people to me all the time mm-hmm. uh, and saying, hey, this person works for me and they really need some help with their resume and job search. Can you help them out? So, you know, having those connections on the outside are good, but having those connections on the inside are even better because right. uh, it, it really enables us to kind of get ahead of the problem. Right. Because we do see lots of times where retiring as senior chiefs you know we're talking to people and we're making these connections but like the e4 and below population aren't necessarily privy privy to the information that we have and the mistakes that 
that we've made and our friends have made that mm-hmm. we've we've kind of learned from. Right. So, you know, being able to engage that community sooner. Right. Um, may not be in the best interest of the military, but you know, overall success. Mm-hmm. If they're going to separate, right. After four years of service, uh, I mean, they deserve every much of a fighting chance at being successful. You know, mm-hmm. outside of the military as they do inside of the military. So. Yeah. And I think, but also I think providing that service, not just from like, you know, the organizations, but from inside promoting people to get that education and make sure they're set up for success outside right. helps keep good people too, because they know that, oh, this person's actually, or these people actually care about my success either way. Right. They care about me and being successful, not like only if I'm doing the job for them, Yeah, you know? So I think really, and, and it, it, if we don't think of it on a short-sightedly, it really benefits, you know, the military as well, right? you know, because they're yeah. keeping people that feel valued. Right. Absolutely. You know? so, so absolutely, man. Well, man, I, I really appreciate you taking the time and come talk to us. I'm sure we'll do it again. If you, if you can spare some time and no, absolutely. I, absolutely. Let me know if there's anything I can do as well. You know, if any volunteer stuff or yeah. any, any way we can support uh, you guys, we'd love to help. So no, that would, that would, that would be great. I, I really enjoyed the time and, and would be more than happy to, to come back and, and talk any other time because really th- this could be a whole podcast season in mm-hmm. itself right you know, just talking from resume through the job search mm-hmm. so much to it yeah there's, <laughs> there's so, much so much to it, it. yeah it's very <laughs> that i skipped all of <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> absolutely well hopefully it'll get people at least some uh you know from this one at least people get some uh you know attention and some recognition there are places to go for some of the help and at least get a right. couple starting points yeah. you know, of, uh, to reach out to. And it's cool too, to know though, like you're saying with you working with Mike and some of the other organizations that they can also trust that, Hey, if they go to the wrong place, there's probably, there's a good chance those people are going to point them to the right organization right. for them. Yeah. You know, so it's not one size fits all. So I definitely appreciate what you're doing. Um, continuing to mentor. Right. So no, that's pretty I, awesome. It's yeah, it's, it's been great. And, and you know, I, I, I kind of really enjoyed this opportunity because I mean, we're really trying to reach out to people and help them during their transition. Uh, But there's going to be people that are already established and adding those people into a mentor network and utilizing their skills because we do need assistance in, Mm -hmm. in all sorts of areas. Yeah. Um, You know, and and the bigger the network, the more connections that we can make uh, the better for, for everyone all around, because not only does it help, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's really just about helping service members, veterans, and their spouses succeed Yeah. A- after sometimes a little and sometimes a lot, but either way, a, a massive sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, to the country. So. Right. No, that's, that's amazing. And I mean, I know you're doing a great job of it for sure. Should have, I should have uh, had you uh, write mine and then maybe I would have, uh, no, nah, I can scared. still write you one. I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm scared to, I'm scared to try to go work. So. Work a different job at this point. Like I just got to <laughs> stick with this business. I think. Well, it seems like you're doing but well, so I, I wouldn't change. So far, it's so good, right? <laughs> but man, uh, again, thanks for uh, coming out. We'll absolutely put everything up for people to get in touch with you. Any questions okay. or need help, and then we'll we'll do this again. Yeah, no, we'll, I'll, I'll send you those resources, and, and hopefully, okay. you know, we, we can help people in a multitude of ways. Awesome, awesome, Todd. Always great to talk to you, yeah. man. Thanks so much. Great talking to you All as right. well. Thank you.